Hello, everybody. Welcome to the This Is Nothing podcast, sifting through the wreckage of culture by arguing for the non-essential. I am your host, Matt Rossi. I am not, and I am Nate Anderson. <laughs> Anti-host. Anti-host. My- I am the villain of this, this is podcast. My, this is my enemy, <laughs> Nate. My formal enemy sitting across from me. I could kill you any chance. Yeah, I, I, I know want. another. I know another podcast where they do that. It's like do. they kill each other. Permission to treat co-host as hostile. <laughs> it's the South Park of <laughs> fucking podcasting. That sounds horrible. Fuck you, Matt. South Park. <laughs> <laughs> the South Park of podcasting. South Park. It's idea. a podcast. Hey, Kyle. Carmen, leave me alone. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> yeah well that was what brought it to my attention was thinking about kenny dying every episode i was like so there's a podcast where a guy dies every time he does it yeah there's a lot of murder porn podcasts out there and uh it's probably not a good time to remind you of it because you want to go listen to that instead of this probably but um, no i i was thinking speaking of murder i think we found a body yeah okay guys all right yeah this has been all right sit down are you sitting yeah do you no, have a cup of tea? Not it's- you, idiot. All right, you guys, you guys. Hey, come come, come over here for a second. Are you sitting down? Okay. Matt and I found a haunted chest. We found a haunted chest. We found so- a haunted chest. Matt opened up this chest so- outside the grocery outlet. He opened it up and was like, huh, there's nothing in there. And I'm like, wait a fucking second. Did you not see? Did you not see that thing? And I thought he was fucking with me. No. And I opened the chest and inside... Inside this chest, the spooky chest is a severed spinal column. Spinal column of something. <laughs> All right, so let me let me. Nate really gave you the the fucking cliff notes on this, but let's let's squeeze the ooze out of this story. Let's let's paint a picture here. We are gingerly walking to get some snacks for my parents as they are coming to visit me for my mother's birthday. Yep. So we go to the plethora of items that grocery outlet the has gross out yeah. at at rock bottom prices and we're walking down not the safest of routes but you know a sidewalk in portland all the same <laughs> well, what would we come upon but a a steamer chest a steamer trunk some may call it a absolute a, a beautiful cursed. antique beautiful antique from back in the day a 40s 50s beautiful steamer chest and so we had to investigate. Now, I was making eye contact with Nate the whole time as I lifted the top of the chest, assuming it was empty. What came after was Nate's horrible <laughs> surprise, his <laughs> astonished large eyes as as he, he mustered a, a no. <laughs> I did. I, my eyes did wander back to the chest as it was shutting, unable to see what was inside, in which case I did take out my phone and video Nate opening it as I zoom in to reveal what appears to be a spinal column. Now, it it I brought my, my Kim and Doug Rossi, Horvath Rossi, split names, still together. I showed them this video to hope that their years of medical training, their 25 years in the field, could help us identify these bones. Not only did it not put my mind and heart at rest to hear what they presumed it was it made it worse because they thought that it was maybe a quote unquote a cat dog or fox (laughs) now you may be wondering matt where there's still muscles and tendons attached to these bones these were old bones yeah these were dusty old bones dried out dusty old bones. just the spinal column no other bones no other bones these were not chicken bones these were an attached spinal column if you want to know what it looked like Please go onto our Instagram yeah. as as this is being released. This is I will post the video of Nate opening the chest. This is to 2002 movie DreamWorks picture classic, The Ring. The Ring. We are cursed now. And now yeah. that you're listening to this podcast, you have 44 years <laughs> to, and we all to show once, somebody yeah. else this video to oh, it's bring a the curse away. Yeah, it's a pyramid we're scheme. We're creating a pyramid scheme to uncurse yourself. This um, podcast is now cursed. You are now part Chuck of it. Chuck meets it follows. Uh, Colin, uh, <laughs> where I see what it, what what. It, so I'm Chuck in this scenario, and good I'm luck looking Chuck at is stuff. When he fucks, and then oh, that's I was thinking of. Um, it follows is also they fuck, but then it's they get murdered. Oh no! Because <laughs> the the force of 
like a woman's cur- it's basically like a uh std corollary it's like there's a woman who has it fucks then that guy has it and he's the one who's getting followed. tag you're it <laughs> um mid thrust but yeah i i just want to give you all of um couple visuals because i've been telling a lot of people about this and uh one of them is from my dear friend colin who uh gave me a visual representation this is what his mind thought when i told him about the spine and wondered if i would find it in the, the corner. spine we're calling it yeah the spine <laughs> wondered where it would appear in our apartment and then he was like yeah it'd crawl towards you <laughs> like a stop motion the, inchworm up the stairs up the stairs towards <laughs> step you step by step like a stop motion like a primus video worm and uh now there's there's a spine slowly dragging itself towards me in my dreams well here's the fucked up part is that i drove my parents by it yesterday to see if it was still there it was not still there. Mm-mm. Somebody desired this haunted chest. Or since we're... Att- maybe it just disappears when the curse is bestowed on somebody. I don't know. This is a... Uh, just, just for Matt's look, here's this an This is inchworm. our Portland, Oregon watch. <laughs> oh, but imagine that it's an inchworm, but it's a spine. And it's, a, it's a cat spine. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what a cat could do to deserve... To deserve that treatment. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how easy it is to, like, how hard you have to run into something for your spine <laughs> your to shoot out of your back. <laughs> like a car crash where your shoes fly off, but this yeah. time it's, it's your, your spine, spine falling into a trunk that somebody has left outside. And, uh, um, okay, so that's the, the cursed object story, the haunted treasure chest. I want to make this a weekly, uh, not a weekly segment, but like a, a, a bi-weekly segment where we update Open people. Open things with, on the street. Well, because after we saw it, we saw a lot of cursed yeah. items. What else did we find? There was um, there was a carton of milk sitting on a truck, and yeah. there was some- <laughs> That's cursed. Maybe regardless. soiled Hanes, pair of Hanes underwear. Yeah. Um, now we're saying it out loud. This seems like normal city stuff. The man with a chainsaw. <laughs> okay, you said we yeah. weren't gonna do it, but now we're well, gonna whatever. do it. Okay, so this was precursor. This is a precursor. This is a pre precursor. Pre- precursor. Boop, 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 joke of the day. So this all started. We've we've come across some unsavory fellows and fellases. Fallacies. Fallacies. In the in the city of Portland, Oregon, we uh, like our fallacies to be savory. So, <laughs> so we saw all these people in a collection of maybe a week. Yeah. Um, so one of them was uh, we were walking through Northwest, and the tents are on the streets in yep. Northwest, and we did happen to see a man bump into a tent right in front of us, mm-hmm. and. Nate continued to watch the man run away with his eyes as I looked down to see a man emerging from the tent with a kitchen knife. Yeah. And so we f- saw a man with a kitchen knife that was about to cut it, Nate's Achilles yeah, tendon. Yeah, but he said, no, not you. And I said, oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, he goes, no, not you. That guy. Yeah. And I said, how fucking crazy would it be if he pointed the knife at him and then ran after him like some sort of civic duty? Um. Then we saw a man uh, openly carrying a chainsaw through uh, kind of the waterfront yeah. area. Um, don't know where he got that. Where and then, he was going. Uh, you want to do the other two? There was a man who was bouncing an aluminum bat vertically on the ground <laughs> and catching it on the handle. Yeah. If you can imagine the sound of that. <laughs> Nate, Nate went, nope, and we crossed the street. No one, uh, yeah. <laughs> There was no, there was yeah. no asking, there was no like pointing. It was just no, not today. Not all of us notice all these things, but after <laughs> I, uh, after my, oh, after you, the idea of getting my Achilles cut and then it curling back up into uh, my leg, ah, we gotta stop doing horror shit on this podcast. You wanted to talk about the haunted chest. Yeah, I did, but I didn't want to talk about the gross parts. Our well, podcast let's not has talk been about so gross lately. Yeah, that's true. Let's get we gotta get cut away that from Achilles tendon gross. out of there. <laughs> No, don't mention it. Erase that. Yeah, but don't say just, cut the Achilles tendon out of there. Use no, any other word it. to say it. Censor it. Okay. Well, I'll do my best. And then there was a man that Matt thought was pleasuring himself. <laughs> well, was he, was actually, turned, he was turned away. Okay. He was, he was sharpening a stick. He was sharpening a stick. But you got to think, back turned, both arms doing something. It just looked like he was two-handing himself. Which That's is, gross, uh, too. 
damn it it's well it's it's a different kind of gross though there's there's dark bloody gross shit and then there's uh well yeah <laughs> and then there's man jacking off yeah in public. public masturbation <laughs> is as gross as the saw movie franchise. i guess maybe i <laughs> i don't think that's true though not at all well Surely, if you didn't know, now you know. This is the This Is Nothing podcast. Uh, this is a Wikipedia-based podcast where we sift through all the Wikipedia articles to find the worst ones to put on our list of damned Wikipedia articles. Damned Just like us, they are cursed, and we want to get rid of these articles from Wikipedia. So with that in mind, uh, we're going to shuffle our topics for this week, and let's get to shuffling in three, two, one. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. Peter Piper pickled pickled pickled. All right. So we have shuffled up our topics for today. I believe it is my turn to go first. Now, here's the thing, Nate. I didn't find two. I didn't find any good topics today. I'm gonna be honest. It's sometimes. You know, sometimes it rains, sometimes it doesn't. You know, when it rains, it pours. When it's droughting, it's droughting. You know, when I'm doubting, it's droughting. So, I have a list of four topics. Go. Yeah. Um, and we're just we're Go. just gonna free yes. associate these. Um, 1997 and 98 Richmond Spiders men's basketball team. Now, nothing inherently interesting about the all. article. <laughs> what fair. is interesting? Is that their the Richmond's college basketball team is called the Spiders, mm-hmm. and it's a men's basketball team. So the way I read this was the Richmond Spiders men's basketball team. So I thought that maybe they were Spider-Man? the Spider-Men. <laughs> <laughs> a whole basketball team is Spider-Men. Now, in the same way that people love the Globetrotters, do you think people would love a basketball team of Spider-Men? No, uh, they'd be they'd get their their web all on the ball now see you haven't presented me a, a great reason not to like this <laughs> instead you kind of said some words and you looked around the room <laughs> yeah so, i think uh uh imagine this i'm having a hard this. time imagine this swinging between buildings with a basketball imagine this 12 12 men fly around like spider-man huh 12 men 12 men. I think that's basketball. I think, that's how it, I think it's five. 10 men. 10 men, uh, 10 men swing around like basketball. Who's the, who are they? Who's on the others? It's and then 12 green goblins flying around on <laughs> yeah. <a> hoverboard. <laughs> sounds fucking rad. Wait, it would have to be five Spider-Men and five green goblins, but I do like the idea of a crowded court. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's a team of all different Spider-Mans, and the other team is all, all the Spider-Man villains. All of them. Can you imagine? <laughs> awesome. Can you? All right. There's two versions of this. There's the one where it's actually enriched, super-powered men fighting each other, yeah. or there's also the cosplay version <laughs> of just people being in Spider-Man, it's, and then no, in like. But it's the actual Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> They're just cosplaying <laughs> as Spider-Man and Green Goblin. Do you think if we wrote a well-worded letter? To who? To the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> to the NBA saying we're sorry. I uh, I like this idea of Spider-Man's flying around dunking basketballs. Yeah. Well, I think good. Spider-Man is maybe the best equipped superhero to play basketball. Change my mind. You <laughs> Now I pose this Blank. to you knowing that you don't know a... Si- <laughs> Nate, name me five superheroes. Superman. You got one? Is the only Captain America? Captain America, Captain uh, Planet, arguably maybe also a superhero. Um, Batman. Batman, very good. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is four. Um, you named all DC, which is is fine. Well, you said Captain America. That was Marvel. Black Panther. Black Panther. Very good. You watched commercials for a while in the mid two thousands. You did a great job. So. Those movies are so All fucking I'm saying, dumb. Is there a and I'm going to be- put my foot in Nate, it. Nate, we have alienated so many people uh, from this podcast. Guys, get mad at me. Wiccan, uh, uh, people that enjoy milk off the back of trucks. People who like accurately quoting Shakespeare. Yeah, the, the Shakespeare nerds. community <laughs> has 
has had our heads for this <laughs> yeah. last one. Saying levity instead of brevity uh, brought fire beneath yeah, us. So we're not going to alienate the people yeah. that love superheroes. No, uh, I think I don't think we need to actually talk about this topic. We're good. Give me another one. Spider-Man, we have not reached the depths of what Spider-Man playing against a bunch of green goblins would create. (laughs) You see, I'm a a bit of a ball player myself. Do you you think that the janitor comes out to clean up afterwards and just quits every time? Mm -hmm. They're just on rotating janitors that refuse. What? what, How the fuck do they clean up Spider-Man's... Jism, would you say? I wouldn't say jism, actually. I would say his his webs. Who his, is cleaning up his webs? His is, wrist spoons. Is there a team in the city that is just like, fuck, can you stop? Fucking walk around sometimes, all right? Oh, he did when he had, when he when, and he entered his emo phase. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but imagine One of the just funniest like, scenes they, in fucking movie guys, history. These guys just have these mops and they're standing outside because they know Peter Parker by now because his place is always covered in webs. Mm-hmm. And they see two in the morning. He's kind of drunk. There's a web that goes down to the 7-Eleven that's across the street from him. He goes in, another web up. They come back and they go, couldn't have walked it, huh? Had to have us down here for 15 minutes scrubbing up your fucking webs. Yeah, I mean. Um- this is why they need to pay these mm-hmm. people more. These guys are going on strike. The city's covered in webs. Children are getting yeah. caught in webs being left overnight. Yeah, Gotham is not the same place after Batman left. That's not... <laughs> Recovered it. <laughs> I don't think... He lives in New York City, not made up Gotham. Huh. Fucking DC bullshit making up cities. We already have cities. Yeah. Put it's... heroes in them, play basketball. Globetrotters... Globetrotters... Versus Spider-Man. Globetrotters versus <laughs> Spider-Man is good. Okay, so the Globetrotters have been on Scooby-Doo. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's put. Why was there never a Marvel comic about Spider-Man not playing with the Globetrotters? He's too short. All right, all right. And the day and age that we are doing two Spider-Man franchises at the same time. Franchises. Franchises. <laughs> French cuisine. Franchises. <laughs> Uh, the little Spider-Man, huh? Little Spider-Man play with the, uh, play with the Globetrotters, huh? Anyways, Matt, that's, I need to that's... hear a new topic from you, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back to this someday. Um, all right. And then my, my second of five topics. Uh, so this is called the <laughs> Colobium Sindonis. Uh, it is... It is Latin for shroud tunic, and it is simply a sleeveless white linen shirt worn by British monarchs during the part of the coronation services. It symbolizes okay. uh, divesting oneself of all worldly vanity and standing bare before God. Um, cool. Chill. I like it because it's... It's, it's, it's a tank it's, top. It's a no. It's a gown with no holes in it. There's one for your head. I was gonna say so this is a sheet. Around. You're walking this around is, like a ghost. This is like how Mormons have sex or whatever. Ghost is it costume? Mormons that do that? Where they put the hole in the sheet, or is that the Amish? Have we just gotten rid of all of our Mormon and Amish listeners? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I don't know how the um, Amish would have gotten onto this. The Amish. That's like I. I don't think cutting a hole in a sheet is considered a glory hole, but. <laughs> I mean, it is a gloriful hole once you get, you know, once you, you know, filled with glory. <laughs> it's a glory loaded with <laughs> loaded with glory. It's, it's a white shirt, so you can't see, you know, it's been used as a hand me down. Um, I just liked the idea of a shirt with no holes in it, besides the one for your head, in which you can do anything down there. You can do whatever you want with your hands down there. You play Ugh. Game Boy down there. Okay. You can slice, you can slice a, vegetables. Dribble a basketball. You can dribble a basketball. <laughs> How horrified would you be to see somebody on the street and hear a basketball but not see a basketball? It's the curse of the haunted ball player. I mean, this is essentially just a ghost costume. Yeah, that's what I'm visualizing. It's a ghost costume with a head and then a, a barrister's wig out the top. I don't know. I just think uh, cool garment. Why are we not doing shirts with no holes in them? Why is this not uh, current, uh, you know, streetwear? Mm. 
You know, Seinfeld did a funny episode about a shirt with a lot of with a white fluff in it. Hmm? Seinfeld did a fun episode okay. where Jerry Seinfeld wore a pirate shirt. Maybe we do a funny episode where we also wear episode of our non-tv show our podcast where we're both wearing these and we're laughing because we're wearing these. yeah i mean little do you know how funny i'm dressed right now yeah it makes a hat and a hoodie Whoa. and nothing else yeah. he's winnie the pooing it and we're all sad in the house um yeah bad topics like i said but you know fun, fun things to think about uh colobium syndonis uh, somebody uh, send us a photo of you wearing a shirt with no holes in it, and maybe trying to make it uh, street street clothes. Do you street want, wear. Do you want to keep going, wear. or do you want me to bring something up halfway through? <laughs> yeah, no, you do it. You're, yeah, that's those are the those are what I did so far. I have right, more. Yeah, we got halfway through here. Um, this is I got two more. Sorry, yeah, I got three. This is a um, South African derived motorsport called spinning. Oh. Mm-hmm. It involves driving cars at speed in circles and performing stunts in and out of them. <laughs> Is that really how it was written in the article? It originated in the late uh, 1980s and was performed as a funeral ritual in which a <laughs> stolen car was spun to honor the deceased. Well, to be fair, there are a lot of similarities between redneck culture and what's happening here. So this is also an American thing. Yeah, you steal a car and spin it around in circles to mourn the dead. Well, and then in the 1990s, uh, it became practice to spin outside of the criminal world. So they, <laughs> wait, <laughs> so criminal became, criminals were the only ones that were doing real, donuts back in the day. Became a real sport. This is this is an uh, era of. Uh, How do you score spinning in a car? I don't know. It has promoters, spectators. It has promoters. licensed events. Come down, watch guys spin in car. Pretty Come much. down, watch man spin in car fast. And yeah, so it's like you drive in circles and you like climb out the window and the car's still spinning and you like get into this the other side. Whole sports it's based like around the, ghost riding yeah, the whip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, in addition, uh, spectators often spectators. Uh, there's elements of danger. Yeah, ghost riding a spinning car seems like maybe the most dangerous sport. Spectators stand close to the action and can be in harm's way. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's yeah, a, there's a spinning fucking <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing that we finally have limited how far uh, fast cars can go in NASCAR, so they don't kill people in the audience. This is wild. Yeah, I mean, everything right, you've said got so some... far has been wild, but yeah, keep it up. What do you got? BMW 325i is the iconic uh, spinning vehicle. Okay. Involves, this one did it, the best spins. It can involve riders hanging out of the car with their heads close to the ground or running alongside the spinning car. Okay, so is this, is this how you prove you're good at the sport is by keeping your head as close by to the ground as possible? your head attached. Um... Some spinners balance on the roof uh, as the car does donuts using bike chains to keep the steering wheel in place. <laughs> oh, shit. This is kind of like bull riding, I'm realizing. But BMW riding, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, spinners will select shitty old tires with worn treads, popping tires as part of the sport, and spinning <laughs> on the spinning until you're on the rim marks completion. Man, so... Here's the th this is this actually seems good for the world like the earth. Why? This is how cuz you're getting rid of tires. You're killing BMWs. <laughs> yeah, you're killing BMWs. No, you're wearing your take I imagine taking bald tires and putting them on these cars, right? Mm -hmm. Cuz there's a plethora of them. So realistically, this is saving the world. It's killing people, but it's saving the world. Seems like yeah. Seems like people are dying but uh <laughs> drive around one yeah, to five minutes can man. go up to 20 minutes spinning uh top speed around 40 miles an hour oh my god and you're just dragging your head across the ground i was looking your I was friend look died have you oh no have you do you realize how fast like 30 miles an hour is have you like ever been driving looked down at your speedometer and been like holy shit like at 30 miles an hour. I'm going kill. 140 miles an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've done that, too. Highway driving. 
You just look up and you're like, who the fuck was driving the car? That's um So think that's about spinning. think about how nothing else in that article. Think about what forty miles per hour looks like though. Think about what that is. Just sit on top of a car going forty miles an hour. That's terrifying. You ever stick your hand out a window of a moving car and then you hold it flat and then and then your arm goes back and then you go sideways and your arm goes slides. <laughs> you ever It's do, a nice you feeling. You do that? <laughs> it's a nice feeling. Yes, of course. I think What is our compulsion with that, by the way? Feeling wind resistance? Yeah. It's nice though. It's nice. I'm not going to dissect that. That's it's just nice. a nice wholesome it's thing. It's nice and wholesome thing. <laughs> Putting your hand out. Next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So this is a man named Richard Dad with two D's. Daday. Daday. Born August. Two D's in the front. First. D D A D. Da. No, it's two D's at the end. Richard Dad never became a father. By the way, now that I'm thinking about this, born in 1817, died in 1886. Uh, he's an English painter of the Victorian era, uh, era noted for his depictions of fairies and other supernatural subjects. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. Orientalist scenes as well and enigmatic uh, genre scenes rendered with uh, obsessively minuscule detail. Most of the work of which he is best known uh, were created while he was a patient in Bethlehem and Broadmoor Hospital. So... um. The reason that this, you know, he he did a bunch of like insane when paintings. Was he alive? Like, look this guy uh, up uh, in the eighteen hundreds. So about eighteen seventeen to eighteen eighty six, oh, he yeah. did live a long fucking time. These are cool, dude. Is yeah, dude is meticulous. The thing I liked about him is that his paintings are all over the board. Like you have some super like like uh, almost photorealistic paintings that he's done, and then a lot of like really fanciful looking like lore stuff stuff you would find in like fairy tale books well um back then the forest were alive with spirits yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess guy like <laughs> uh his mental illness and hospitalization is what i want to bring up so, yeah this is cause some pan labyrinth s- shit yeah so on his return in the spring of 1843 is diagnosed to be of unsound mind and was taken by his family to uh, recuperate in the rural village of- diagnosed with unsound mind yeah that's the di- <laughs> i mean it's pretty broad right yeah. it could kind of be whatever i liked that they kind of left it broad though so because it turns out i'll read this later but he had two siblings that also well they it, it comes to be found that he has um schizophrenia paranoid schizophrenia and they were like you know we don't know what's going on with him but it turns out two of his siblings have had the same condition and a, a third uh had a private attendant for unknown reasons so it's kind of like they didn't know he had paranoid schizophrenia so the huh. way it went down is in August of that year, having become convinced that his father was the devil in Uh-oh. disguise. <laughs> yeah. Well, who hasn't thought that? Dad killed him. Now, I like this phrase because they had to use the word father and not dad because dad is the name of the character. So dad killed dad in this <laughs> scenario. Dad stabbed dad because dad thought dad was devil. Dad um, is not devil. Dad is dad. Dad's dad. Now, I li- <laughs> that's dad. So... I liked I liked the way that this was written in purely the form that Wikipedia just gives us a a wonderful sentence structure. So it says in August of that year having become convinced that his father was the devil in disguise, okay. dad killed him with a knife and fled to France. So I like to think that Wait, he, st- he did kill him. He st- yeah, he stabbed oh, I him. Thought and killed him. I thought this was a illu- uh, delusion. No, this isn't nice. This is bad. But I do like to think of him stabbing him and going Gotta get to France. <laughs> Just running away to France. Uh, en route to Paris, dad attempts to kill a fellow passenger with a razor, but was overpowered and arrested by police. Nice. Dad confessed to killing his father and was returned to England, where he was committed to the criminal department of Bethlehem a psychi- a Psychiatric Hospital. Um, here and subsequently at the newly created Broadmoor Hospital, dad was cared for in an enlightened manner by Dr. William Wood. William Orange and Sir W. Charles Hood. Um, Wood, Orange, Hood. Both of his doctors. <laughs> good. Um, this is when he made all of his good shit, apparently, was at the time he was in the hospital. 
Uh, I thought that was pretty wild. Thinking about his father's insides. Yeah, that was dad was the devil. Um, but anyways, this is guy's name dad. He's crazy, and that's that's the that's that article. I like so. his art style though. His like, art style is. I will say this is maybe while being a little dark. I thought it was funny. His name's dad. Uh, Richard Dad and he with killed two his dad. He uh, did kill his dad. <laughs> that's how he got his last name. It's like killing that's his why, dad. That's how he, he got his served, extra D. He got the extra D by killing his dad. <laughs> um, and my very last article, uh, this is a film called Hubert's Brain, made in 2001. <laughs> oh. uh, it's the first and only computer-generated film made by San Francisco digital media company Wild Brain. Uh, the movie is 17 minutes long and took one year and $3 million to produce. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> it's very short. That's pretty much the article. I mean, it won some awards, um, uh, not as many as it should have. Uh, the movie is about uh, the story of a science geek who befriends a talking brain in a jar. Also self-described as science geek, which is kind of fucked up. But yeah, $3 million movie. Uh, that took okay. one year to make. Yeah, and for 17 minutes. Yeah, it was 100% computer generated. I mean, that's uh, pretty common now, uh, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I feel like I've seen... No, 2001, sure. Yeah. Uh, I know what's been going around is just like... um, They're all over YouTube. It's I think it's a lot of Netflix is a joke shit. It's like, this is a stand-up routine created totally by bots. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those? The bot like ones totally are very funny. I would generated. like to hear a bot version of our podcast which i think was is episode 35 i think this could be um enough audio for a bot to write a podcast for us i would love to try this if anyone knows the technology to make this happen <laughs> i might say that maybe that's something i figure out for next episode maybe i'll try and create a bot version of this podcast you fucking so rad <laughs> you just input all of our audio and then it just absolute gibberish <laughs> It is horseshit. What? I think I think it would just go stop it. <laughs> stop doing this. If we can consolidate every time you yelled in the podcast in just like a five minute segment of just Matt going ah! for like five straight minutes. I'd love that. Okay. Um that's it. You go. All right. Um <laughs> I got the um metal um, umlaut. 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 What does that one look like again? What's the dots? Is that one dots? Mm -hmm. That one's dots. Uh, it's used gratuitously or decoratively over letters in the names of heavy metal bands. Yeah. Yeah. I full, full, fully agree. Yeah. <laughs> full example, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Queensryche, Motorhead. Oh, yeah. Crow. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. uh. uh <laughs> Among English speakers, the use of umlaut marks and other diacritics. Umlaut. 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 Stop. Black, mm, black letter typeface. Uh, it's an, attributed to a desire to, for a gothic horror feel. It's not generally <laughs> intended to affect the pronunciation of the band's name. Did you see those dots above the O? Umlaut. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's like <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult apparently was the first one to do it because the guy what? Yeah. of any American band. And uh, yeah, it's just like, how about we put an umlaut over the Does o? it make sense? No. Does it make sense for that? Because the umlaut nope. is like an on, like oh. Here's right? an example. Or, yeah. Here's an What's example. A, uh? What's it sound like? Oh. Speakers Oot. of languages which it, it, actually use an umlaut design a pronunciation. Umlaut. <laughs> I'm not going to say it anymore. You have to. It's an article. Uh, uh, may I understand? Uh, when Motley Crue visited Germany, Vince Neil said Motley. the band couldn't figure out why the crowds were chanting Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Motley? Or is it Motley? I don't know. It's, it's spelled here M-U-T. Motley. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah. Is there one above like the U too, like the the, the line one? Motley um, Crue. These decorative omelets have been parried in mm, film and loud. fiction. <laughs> in an interview about the mockumentary film, this is Spinal Tap, where there's one over the N for no reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't, you can't use that on an N, can you? 
Uh, the fictional rocker David St. Hubbins says, it's like a pair of eyes. You're looking at the umlaut and it's looking at you. <laughs> so, there's so much brilliant writing in that movie that we just sign off as being just dumb. Oh, there's so good, though. Brilliant fucking yeah. writing. We're just dumb now. We're just dumber people that like that brilliant writing is just nothing to us now. Constantly consuming fucking shit. Anyways. Gwar also used it. Um, is it over the... No, in their in their lyrics. Okay. In, uh, oh, the two eyes looking back at you? Did they use the quote? I, I don't know. I, it doesn't say here. <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> uh, Wikipedia article. Uh, uh, they, they parodied the use of metal umlauts. And I... Mm. Loud, <laughs> including the style. When of the you song. stop laughing, I'll stop doing it. Ninety-seven. The satirical newspaper, The Onion, published an article titled "United States Toughens Image with Umlauts." <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Mm. Good. Nope. Uh, loud. Okay, so we got a couple of couple examples. That wasn't enough. The fucking band names were not. I need to know what the, the umlaut O sounds like, though. There's oh, some, I've oh. not heard a lot of these. I'm just going to share the ones that are funny Motley here. Motley Crue. Mo, oh, I think that's the... It's a couple of grindcore bands. Um, um. Of course. Uh, Death Clock from Metalocalypse. What about calling a band bro with an umlaut over the O? So it'd be bro. 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 Bruh. Kill Cheerleader. That's a good band name. <laughs> One? <laughs> Leftover Crack. Kill, it's an order. Kill Cheerleader. <laughs> There's one, a Canadian thrash metal band called Rar. <laughs> R-R-R-O, umlaut, O, umlaut, umlaut, A-A-A-R-R-R. Rar. <laughs> uh, but probably my favorite on this uh, is uh, the Toilet Boys. <laughs> we have to rename our title on this podcast toilet boys toilet boys yeah pretty that's, good yeah that's just guys with bad tummies toilet boys people who poop <laughs> pretty poop. committed to the toilet <laughs> poopers these pooping boys <laughs> these two young pooping boys uh see also devil horns okay maybe there's a good topic there <laughs> All right, Nate. This is I don't should I should I take the even... reins because I could do one more subject that I've been putting on the back burner for a while, but it might be time. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about Boz Skags for a while. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I had this topic so long ago, and we just kept getting getting latched into our really long topics. So I got the I got the album Silk Degrees. Now, what do you know about Boz Skags? Uh, my old coworker who got fired for being drunk and in charge of a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> These loved, are boss people. Yeah, he loved, These he loved, are boss people. He really, people. he always put on boss gags at work and Did then he really? got fired for drinking straight off of the still. <laughs> Driving a forklift. Well, these are boss's people. Yeah. These are, now, Nate, have you listened to do you know Boss Gag songs by sound or name? No, probably not. Okay. So this this album that I I have been bequeathed by the internet is called Silk Degrees. You said queef. Queef? <laughs> Silk Degrees is the seventh solo album by Boss Gags. Took him a while to really hit it big. Uh, it was released on Columbia Records in 1976. The album peaked at number two and spent 115 weeks on the Billboard 200 been certified five times platinum is by the good? RIAA. Matt. That is the question. Okay. That we are going to find <laughs> out today. <laughs> All right, buddy. So these songs, the ones you would probably know are Lowdown and the Lido Shuffle. Definitely not. So let me just give you a little bit of background just because this is actually interesting. Like this is actually good information. And then we're going to get to the crux. Is he a blues man? The album was recorded at, this will help you envision what it sounds like. So the album was recorded at Davlin Sound Studios and Hollywood Sound Studios in Los Angeles. Among the accompanying musicians, David Pike, Jeff Porcaro, and David Hungate became the members of Toto. Okay. While Fred Tackett became the members of Little Feet. 
The album okay. marked Skaggs' commercial zenith, a mix of pop rock, soul, and ballads. And, uh, and rip-roaring guitar solos. Yeah. Probably. So uh, it was pretty well-received, all that kind of stuff. All right. So we're going to listen to two Bob's... Bob. Two Boz Skaggs songs. And we're going to try and figure out whether you and I think this music is actually good. All right, so that's that's the Lido shuffle. Yeah, I remember that one. It's, it's definitely what my coworker was listening to when he got fired for drunk. <laughs> it's just driving in a fire. Lido! What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck does Lido mean? <laughs> All right, so I looked up Lido. <laughs> can't can't be one of the. <laughs> Lido is <laughs> liquidity for say? the staked assets. So that's what lets users stake their assets for daily staking rewards. Is he? Is this a song about? Like, There's also in Lido is a public outdoor swimming pool <laughs> surrounded by facilities or part of a beach where people can swim. So this is about him drunk driving through a beach. Yeah. Uh- I guess also Lido is a Norwegian musician and record producer, but I don't know if this is what what the fuck are you talking about, Boz? Yeah. Um Who what fuck it you can't name your kid Boz Skaggs. It's fucked up. It's child abuse. Uh is that not Boz Skaggs? Um yeah, I am trying to find anything to do with the lyrics here. The song is about a drifter looking for a big score. Yeah. Skaggs and Paige were both very good at crafting songs with intriguing storylines using words and phrases that don't often show up in lyrics. A tombstone bar. Yep. Making like a beeline. The name Lido is very unusual as well. Yes, it is. From the perspective... Because nobody knew it was a person's name. Yeah. From the perspective of Songcraft, it's very versatile, allowing the singer to get clear vocal sound yeah. and follow with the, whoa! Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he did it like an octave up. <laughs> Kenny Loggins One did more something for the road. similar on his song footage. Lido. Whoa. Um, so basically he goes, I need, a, I need a word that ends in O so I could just follow it up with, oh! Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles would play that every time their cornerback, Lito Shepard, made an interception. <laughs> he made an interception and it'd be like, Lito! <laughs> it sounds like Sweet Caroline kind of to me. It's got some It's got some. Neil One more for the road shit. is about drinking and driving. Oh, so. absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, now one? we're going to now yeah. we're gonna sit and listen to a little bit of uh, his other hit song, Lowdown. When did this come out? 76? Uh, Let me take a look. Uh, This came out in 76 on the dot. Yeah. Anyone who's 45 years old or so, this is what their parents fucked to. This is Steely Dan. (laughs) This gives me mad. Like People that like Boss Gags are huge Steely Dan fans, too. Dan fans. Why do they not call themselves Dan fans? They probably do. Or or uh, so I or bronies. This guy just kind of brogers. Just kind of mutters stuff, and he's lyrically. It's, it's very hard to figure out what he's saying in this song. Um, I got the lyrics pulled up here. Hey boy, you better bring the chick around to the sad, sad truth of the dirty lowdown. <laughs> What's that mean, bud? And then it's. I wonder. I wonder who taught her how to talk like that. I wonder who gave her that big idea. What are you? What, <laughs> what are what? you? Hey, hey, man! Can you never talk to me or my girlfriend again? Turn on that old love light and turn a maybe to a yes. That sucks. That's very bad energy. 
Um, yeah, and then later on, come on back down, little son. Dig the low, 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 low down. Is this about him start. trying to get his son laid or something? Maybe. Then this one's turn like, that no into a yes. It's like, oh god, you ain't got to be so bad, got to be so cold. This dog eat dog existence sure is getting old. Got to have a Jones for this, Jones for that. This running with the Joneses boy just ain't where it at. <laughs> this means nothing. All of this is just nothing music. Got to get down to the downloads. Fucking sick. Down to the t- Got what? This who is just who got like, you thinking like he, that, boy? So this is like white guy soul funk, and it's it's him right, trying to on. do jive speak and not fucking knowing not what it landing means. It. So just saying down a lot. Okay, so last chorus. Ooh, I wonder, 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 wonder who. Ooh, I wonder, 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 wonder who got you thinking like that. Looking that girl in the face is so sad. I'm ashamed of you. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he? What is it? What is his relationship with either character in this? Like, who is he talking to? Who is the woman he's talking about? Was the lowdown a bar that he's a bartender? I mean, I don't know. And then he hates society. He's like, society beats you down, man. I'm I'm afraid to look at this woman now. Bad Her messages. face makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say Boz Skaggs, I'm surprised we haven't listened to him before because honestly, it's fucking jam. It's kind of jam. Yeah. And you guys know, you guys know, you guys know. Oh my God. He's you on know, tour. You he's know on tour. Though. He's on tour. Is he right now? He's on tour right of now. Of course he is. He's probably super anti-vax too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, no, this uh, may Boz Skaggs. He's playing at the Seven Feathers Casino Resort. Uh, of it course did he's auto-fill. playing. Of course he's playing at all of the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally go see him at a casino with you. God, he has a lot of music. God, it's a two. Boss Skaggs on hating Yacht Rock and rediscovering the blues. <laughs> that is Yacht Rock. Alright, so far I've not found any information that paints him as an anti-vaxxer. There was just some people that got upset that they had to be vaccinated to see him. Uh really interesting. So yeah, so that's Boss Skaggs. We're gonna go see him on tour at a casino at some point very soon. So with that, that is the uh, end of the episode. Boss Skaggs um, searches for the perfect fried chicken. It's <laughs> the article I found. Um, Seems like a wholesome guy. Not finding a yeah. lot of bad things about Boz. His, uh, I just wanted to tell you what I found for sale up on his website: CD, vinyl, socks with his name on face on them, a coffee mug, a drum head, a puzzle, <laughs> and a turntable mat. Oh, can I have the Boz Cags puzzle, please? How many pieces? How many pieces? Um, four. <laughs> doesn't say how many. It's four. It's a four piece. It puzzle. looks like really big pieces. It might be a puzzle for those with impaired vision. <laughs> it's the a it's boss gas. The boss think, puzzle is the size of a piece of printer paper. Nate, Nate, Nate. Do you think that his fans call themselves Bosnians? Bosnians. <laughs> Must get confusing. All right. That is the end of the episode. We have to pick one thing to be deleted, which, holy shit, there's a lot. We have Boss Gags' Silk Degrees. No. We have uh, Hubert's Brain, a 2001 computer-made movie. We have Richard Dad, who killed his dad. We have the Colobium Sindonis, which is the ghost costume. Uh, with one hole, I, agree. I think, and then we the have one. the 1997 to 98 Richmond Spiders men's basketball team, and then we had the spinning of vehicles, spinning, which is rad and should never be deleted, which is just stupid. It's dumb, but I love it, and yeah. it can also save the planet because of how many bald tires we well, can just I mean, it's use like instead South of South African ritual for like funerals. So I, I, that's we can't. Yeah, we can't possibly. And what was the other one? Um, the umlaut. Ah, that's the. <laughs> Mm, loud. <laughs> can't believe you forgot that. I can't either. We can't get rid of the umlaut. So yeah, I think um, I think this weird garment is definitely. Yeah. We don't need it. Although uh, it 
it could be it could become street fashion again. Could oh, did you know that uh, street fashion? Boz again. was an early pen name for Charles Dickens. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was taking after our friend Boss Gags. Uh, let's get rid of the 1997 and 1998 Rich and Spider Men's basketball team because purely they they aren't Spider Men as advertised. Yeah. So I don't want anybody else to get their hopes up. And so I'm about anything. About anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the times of COVID, we can't get excited about anything anymore. Uh, so with that, we are going to add that to the list, the 1997 and 98 Richmond spider men's basketball team being that they are not Spider-Men and that's kind of fucked up false advertising. Fuck you get bent. So with that in mind, mm. another beautiful addition to our wonderful list, Nate, anything you want to say before we take off? Bye. Okay. <laughs> well, Thanks, I guys. have some plugs. So. I appreciate you um, for listening. Yeah. So, as always, shoot us an email at thisisnothingpodcast at gmail.com if you got something that you want us to talk about. Sorry about the superhero stuff I said earlier. Forget about that. Yeah. Forever forgive me. And, uh, uh, and the haunted chest that is now in your closet. Yeah. We're cursed now. You're cursed too. Um, but if you want to talk about how we're all cursed, go on our Instagram and, uh, you know, talk to us. <laughs> Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Get yourself a fucking cursed song from us uh, in any style you want. We will we will seek you out and write you a beautiful song if you leave us a five-star review with a comment. Uh, new episodes come out every week, Mondays at 6 a.m. Take us with you in your little pockets to your little jobs. In your ears. In your ears. Put us in your ears. Bobby, put us in your ears, Bobby. And listen to Bob Skaggs in one headphone. I, I realize yeah. I have... Get, get two I phones have, yeah. and two sets of wireless you know, headphones. Realize I got some Bluetooth wireless headphones, and you can have them play two different, different things. Different things. Yeah. Why would Why? they make that a thing? It's awful. Listen to us and boss gags at the same time <laughs> yeah. if you're not a fucking wimp. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much it. Thanks again to Elias uh, with Dogged Line Design Supply for doing our graphic. We love you. And uh, otherwise, welcome to 2022. You're the doofus. Keeping it up live, and as always, this is nothing. nothing we, we are, are nothing. nothing. You and love we'll us. See you I next love week. you. Bye. Yes, we do.